0: Hi, my name's Harini. My name's Kelvina.
1: And I'm Camille. Today we're going to be talking about are we sugarcoating sex work through the sugar baby, sugar daddy industry. And this is the news podcast. For people of our generation, it can be easy to think that the sugar daddy, sugar baby phenomenon is a recent one especially with the rise of DMs in women's social media accounts from random middle-aged men and up wanting to give money to young, beautiful girls, but it is actually a tale as old as time. Not least because even just the term itself, Sugar Daddy, dates back to at least the roaring 20s, with the rise of rich old men buying gifts for young women for the fun of casual sex, rather than what in previous centuries would have been a courtship or a dowry to get married and continue their family line. However, What this boils down to is still the world's oldest profession. Women sell intimate relations because they need the money, and men pay the money because they want the intimate relations.
2: Yeah, what becomes dangerous, though, is the recent sugarcoating of this, quite literally, through the easily accessible websites leading younger and younger women to think that sugaring is just, I guess, a paid version of online dating that can occasionally go wrong rather than looking at it as a side of the internet that exploits vulnerable people, is responsible for the raping and kidnapping of hundreds of women a year, as early as the first day even, and also paying for its victims to keep away from the police. Hopefully in this episode you will learn something, like us, about the complexities of sugaring that isn't just that it's hugely dangerous and regularly ruins women's lives,
0: So the majority of sugar babies are usually female university students who turn to sugar daddies in order to help pay for their higher education without the stigma of being online escorts, immediately striking a power dynamic of financial dependence. As young women at university ourselves, it makes me feel massively appreciative of being able to get my education without having to sell my body in this way, and it really puts the studying hours into perspective as a very small price to pay compared to what some women sacrifice for future career opportunities. However, the UK student loan system doesn't protect or completely deter everybody and not all students do it for a need of money rather than simply a want for more money. For example, in a study for Unheard magazine of Oxford and Cambridge universities, more than a thousand students from each uni had at least one sugar daddy and they saw it simply as a monetary bonus before the rest of their successful careers. So for them, it was more of a want than a need.
1: For example... Zoe Strimple, a historian of gender and intimacy in modern Britain and economist columnist for the Sunday Telegraph says that from her interviews with sugar babies from the world's leading UK and US universities, that it is more a rise in mistresses than in sex workers. She says, despite the familiarity of the trope and the clarity of the need, the rise of elite sugaring among young, extremely upwardly mobile women points to two profound and rather shocking shifts. One, that dating, with all its messiness and the inbuilt possibility, if things go well, of an actual relationship, complete with compromise, give and take, and real intimacy, has imploded. And two, that feminism has morphed from a movement with ideals, which envisioned, for instance, a socialist world in which women might be free from sex work, into a hard-nosed, misandric, mercenary pragmatism.
2: And the misandric, man-hating aspects from these top university students is not necessarily overstated. A sugar baby studying PPE at Oxford told Strimple, quote-unquote, All the sugar babies I know consider themselves feminists, but it's more misandry than feminism. It's, men are scum. Both parties sort of despise each other. Similarly, a Cornell law graduate, sugar baby said, again, quote-unquote, Men are nothing, they're just bleep idiots, the hardest thing about being a sugar daddy is pretending to give a bleep about what these older men have to say. Older men are so archaic and out of it. They also bear resounding similarity in beliefs with the men that own sugaring websites or that buy sex from sugar babies in the mentality that as true love doesn't exist and that all relationships are transactional, exploitative, and I guess in some ways most likely abusive they might as well get paid for it and it is incredibly
0: sad that the people on this scale have no example of a healthy happy relationship or have decided not to embrace examples of healthy happy relationships to the point where they've persuaded themselves that they don't exist when they absolutely do for everyone who's listening who might be on the fence right now love of course exists and happy healthy relationships can exist there is no doubt about that and do exist there isn't a doubt about that and if you are an upwardly mobile university student with opportunities at your fingertips, the men out there who have been misogynistic creeps their entire lives and are alone as a direct consequence of these choices you don't need to bail them out and enable their mentality that you yourself hate even if you are getting a holiday bonus or a nice bag out of it it's not actually helping feminist women and women in general and it certainly is not converting men to the cause in fact you could say it does the opposite and as a side note anyone you're in a relationship with of any kind that tells you in any way love doesn't exist and that relationships are about trading commodities rather than you both being there to make the other person's life better, happier and easier, they are probably using you, or don't respect you in any way.
1: However, I cannot stress enough that most sugar babies are not doing it as a choice but are vulnerable to exploitation and only selling their bodies because they have nothing else to sell. Even the fetishized life of successful sugar babies on TikTok are not just hoping for extra cash between law and finance internships, is the only thing they're qualified for, but they are certainly fueling the idea to younger and younger women that selling sex is an easy and efficient way to make money. It has to be noted though, as with everything on social media, it can't be taken at face value. We don't actually know if these sugar babies are selling this persona because they honestly love the industry it's super safe and a great way for younger and younger women, teenagers and even just children to be signing themselves up for, or if they themselves are making extra cash with the back of these adverts.
2: Sugarings also become a viral trend now, where TikTok shows screenshots of the amounts that sugar babies are paid into their bank account, ranging from up to £500 or more, but it doesn't even show or suggest what is being asked of them in return. When removed from the situation it kind of leads us to ask that you know if a man can get a prostitute for significantly lower than 500 pounds and can get a mistress I guess for free what are sugar daddies actually asking women to do their sugar babies to do for that price and when thinking logically the loopholes immediately become very apparent But when flicking through millions and millions of TikToks by sugar babies promoting this lifestyle, obviously more and more women are looking at their university bills and considering it. And with older men regularly reaching out to women, not only on dating sites, but on all social medias, I mean, they DM people regularly on Instagram asking for sugar babies. It's certainly way easier to apply because they're coming to you. It's easier to apply than than any job, really. Yet, the link with feminism isn't just a battle of
0: who hates their partner more, be it sugar babies or sugar daddies. It's also the fact that, understandably, sex workers often say that they're proud of their profession. And there have been a lot of movements, a lot of effort, campaigns by prostitutes, escorts and other sex workers to have more respect for their profession because they're proud of what they do. So then why are these proud feminist sugar babies not calling it what it is? Why do they glamorise it rather than admit that it is plain sex work and is the world's oldest profession?
1: Again, the majority of sugar babies are not doing it with the aim of exploiting men, nor are they uploading these videos on TikTok. They're sucked in by the allure that these same women perpetuate and by the advertising paid for by the men making money off these relationships, and then struggle to find justice for the dangerous positions that they're now placed in. And those who have made it their whole social media identity need to also take responsibility for the girls as young as 13 who are signing up to sugar dating websites, thinking it will cure all their problems, when actually it's only the beginning.
2: We hope you've enjoyed today's episode and continue to tune in to the news podcast. If you do feel interested in also participating, you can send us an email at admin at We're always looking for new people to interview or to contribute articles to our blog, which can be found at www.newslondon.co.uk. You can also check out our Instagram at news underscore ldn. That's all from us. This was the news podcast.